I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. Chris. Do you know, I still don't get the joke, the first joke of Laura's last week. This one. Why is England the wettest country? Because the Queen has ruled there for decades. Ah, do you know something? I think Laura made a mistake. You know, when you're telling a joke, be careful. I've just thought about it. To reign. The Queen reigns. And reign is the same as reign. So R-E-I-G-N and R-A-I-N. The pronunciation is exactly the same. They are homophones. Maybe she meant the Queen has reigned there for decades. Ah... But the Queen doesn't reign, so I still don't get it. Anyway, Laura, I love you regardless, even if you can't tell jokes correctly. Just a bit of adverts. Want to sound more native? Then Say It Right is the course for you. Our course teaches you all the things you didn't know existed, which will make you sound just like a native speaker. Get in touch for more details at info at chrishagen.com or go directly to our shop, www.chrishagenshop.com. Yes, even you can sound native. Use me, say me anywhere you want me. you got the power to use me right. Now, this is a bit of a strange use me because it's actually connected to not what you just heard in the advert of Say It Right, but my masterclass that I do with the fantastic, fantabulous Sylvia Girotto. She's a sexy lady with a big smile and a fantastic voice too. But basically, it's a combination. Now, everybody out there who's listening to this podcast, I'm sure not only do you speak English, but you probably scream in your car or in the shower to your favourite songs, which I'm guessing are probably in English, because as we all know, English music is the best. And so what I want to tell you is something. Remember, don't get freaked out or don't get um, disheartened if you don't understand the words in a song. There are many songs that even we, native people, hear the lyrics differently. Okay, It's not that you don't understand because you're not native. We also have problems because the way the words are linked together is totally different. So this is one of the things I want to tell you. But first of all, there's nothing to use there, really. But what I want you to use is I want you to remember when you're singing in English, if you want to sing with a standard singing pronunciation, you don't need to pronounce the R. Now, many times people say, no, we have to say my heart will go on or this girl is on fire. But do you know what? They're American, both of them. Well, Celine Dion is, what, Canadian? Mrs. Moon, hi. And the other one, I don't remember who sings Girl is on Fire, but I don't actually like the song, so it's not important. They are American and Canadian. And yes, when they speak, they pronounce the R. But when they sing, they don't. No, don't believe me? Go and have a listen. So all you, all these people out there who are singing these songs, pronouncing like this, not only 
are you doing it wrong? It's also creating problems for you because to try and pronounce an R that you don't need to pronounce when you're singing is quite difficult. Now, yes, there are some people who like to keep their original accents when they sing. For example, Lily Allen. Hi, Lily. She's from England and she loves to keep her strange little cute a colloquial local accent when she sings if you want to do that fine but if you're from Bologna don't sing my heart will go on with a Bologna accent so when what I'm trying to say is when you're singing remember don't pronounce the R okay it makes it a lot easier and it's correct unless you're someone from Texas and want to sing darling darling that's probably not even a Texas accent more like Cornwall. Well, there you go. I'm not good at accents. So this week, I want you to use or not use the R when you sing. So now go and have a listen to This Girdle is on Fire and My Heart Will Go On. There's no R in the rest, just only in heart. And you'll hear that there is no R pronounced when they sing it. Don't believe me? Go and check. And that's what I want you to not use this week. She's from Australia. Koala. Kingdom of dangerous animals That's some that you go Make sure that you know Which you can hold and which will kill you Like a jellyfish It's Kelly Lawrence Alright, uh, in this uh, one here I wanted to talk about two topics So the first one was about the tree kangaroo A kangaroo in a tree one. Exactly, that's basically what it is. What it says on the tin, as we say. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Done. So see you next week, Kelly. Bye. (laughs) Tree kangaroo is a kangaroo in a tree. Yes, but what makes it really unique is that it looks really strange. Doesn't really look like a kangaroo. You keep forgetting to send me these pictures. Yeah, here we are. Here's the picture. Do you see it? Oh, it's not like a teddy bear. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's very strange. It doesn't look like it's related to a kangaroo, does it? No. It's got a very long tail. It looks a bit like a... A lemur. Exactly. In fact, it's a cross between a kangaroo and a lemur. Ah, see, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> in fact, it has, it's very cute. It's got little squinty eyes as well. Maybe it's just in the sun, this picture you've sent me. <laughs> he can't Maybe. see. He forgot his sunglasses. That's it. So this this um, tree kangaroo actually lives all its life inside the treetops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very agile when it's up there. But they're absolutely hopeless when they're on land, which uh. makes them quite strange because they've completely adapted to live in the treetops. Um, and something that I found that was really interesting about them is that they can actually jump from a tree down onto the ground at a, at a, a distance of about 60 feet, which is about 18 meters from the top of the tree to the bottom. And they can land... A, are we sure they're jumping and not falling? <laughs> exactly, maybe <laughs> you know? a bit of both. Because <laughs> cats, cats fall on the feet. Yeah, exactly, a bit like a cat. <laughs> this one here. <laughs> like a cat. No, he's cute, he's cute. So yeah. 60 metres, not 60 metres. <laughs> 60 metres, no. <laughs> 60 metres, maybe not. I don't think it's a vibe. probably a, a pizza. No, one. 60 feet and about 18 metres. Uh, for those people who don't use feet, like us. <laughs> uh, I know, we use feet. We don't use meters. Do you use meters oh, or we feet? We use meters. We never use feet, no. Ah, in England, we use feet. In fact, oh, feet, well. I understand. When you said it in meters, I didn't understand what you're talking about. Really? No, no. Meters, uh, we use them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is a really cool animal. Have a look at it. Really look it up on the, on the internet because it's really cool. You'd be Cute surprised. Pictures. Can yeah. you adopt them? I want to adopt one. I think you can actually adopt them, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you can, you can um, help them because they're very endangered. They live in um, northern Australia along with uh, New Guinea as well and some parts of, I think, mm-hmm. Indonesia. Um, but they look they're, Happy. Look, yeah. do, does, does every uh, animal in Australia smile? <laughs> that flying fox had a big cheesy grin on That's it. That's true, that one was smiling. Uh, I wanted to ask you something about this. I don't remember now, but go on. Anyway, <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, no, I remember when you finished, probably. Go on. Okay, just that it's it's a bit of a shame because they're endangered. They're an endangered animal that mm. has a lot of... Um, what do they eat? Well, 
Honestly, I'm not too sure. I guess whatever they can find there on the on the tree cho- uh, treetops. Uh-huh. But um, but is it is, is it like do you, does it do do some people eat these? I mean, because you eat uh, kangaroo, exactly. no, in Australia as well. That's a problem. Kangaroo's rectum or kangaroo's anus. I saw on a menu once in Australia. God. But do you eat these as well? <laughs> no, in, in Australia you can't eat these, but they are endangered because of their. They are eaten, hunted, hunted and eaten by um, indigenous people. Uh, I imagine mostly in, in New Guinea, where where they are mm. the the bigger population of these animals. Don't think they listen to our podcast, right? We can eat. No, exactly. Don't, know. don't eat the tree kangaroo. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Don't eat it. Um, yes. And so the other thing I want to talk about, which is a little bit off topic on this one mm-hmm. but which i think is really important is that a lot of people come to australia or even in southeast asia in general and they assume because they never get sunburned in their own country they won't get sunburned in australia or mm. in southeast asia but it's not off topic this this little tree kangaroo is squinting here so <laughs> and i'm burning here because we're in 900 <laughs> degrees so it's not off topic really in fact and i wanted to tell you as a tip that you need to wear sunscreen when you visit other countries, especially if you're visiting tropical countries, because you probably will get burned. I have a, a like Spanish... Scotland. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're from Scotland. But even if you're from Italy, even if you're from Spain, you you can really get sun damage in Australia. The sun is different. It really burns I the, like you surfers quickly. and stuff. They put a bit of cream on the nose and under their eyes. I thought they just wanted to look a bit cool, but it's actually for the t- it's yeah, for the actually sun. it's zinc. It's 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 the zinc a zinc sunscreen which has about a seventy seventy plus protection. But why do they put it in three places? I think because this is the the place where you get burned the most when you're out in the sea, and uh-huh. the zinc stays on for many hours, especially when you're surfing. You need something that's not going to disappear. So, sun safety you need to you need to take care. Um, for example, my boyfriend is Italian and he never really gets sunburned. In fact, he tans quite a lot. Mm. But when we went to the Philippines together, we both got sunburned by 9 a.m. We had Jeez, been out in terrible. the... terrible. Yeah, we were absolutely how? What were you doing until 9 o'clock in the morning? We were just on a motorbike driving through to get to our destination. And then once we got there, we had to leave and go straight back covered in a towel because we were burnt to <laughs> Yeah, heat stroke probably as well. Yeah, so sun yeah. safety, really important. Tree mm. kangaroos, really cute. Have Adopt look- one. Yeah, don't eat <laughs> them. them. Don't eat them. <laughs> and I just want to say, just want to actually confirm something. We do actually have listeners in Papua New Guinea. Maybe not after today. So hopefully you weren't offended. But Kelly is just speaking about what she finds on Wikipedia and from her knowledge. Welcome back to me, me, Melendez. Half bartender, half teacher for Chris Hagen. People wonder what kind of content she's got in her shaker. Mimi, please give me one more. Shake it and make it good. She's back with her fantastic tips. Mimi's back and I have a question for you. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you're an expert with all these drinks and all these things and last week like we spoke so. about phrasal verbs connected to drinking yes. and things like that. Okay, when was the last time you were drunk? Oh, when was the last time? I, you know, I don't even remember. But you don't remember because you were too drunk or because you have a sad life? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we get you drunk. There you go. All right. For your husband's birthday, we get you drunk. Sorted. 
Happy birthday. Uh-huh, to him. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to talk about today then? Talking Speaking about being drunk? of drunk, yes. We're going to go down a list of slang synonyms for drunk. Slang synonyms yes. you can't say if you're drunk. <laughs> That's right. Slang That's right. synonyms. You can barely say it if you're sober. Yeah, I was thinking you were finding it difficult. It's because your lips are lubed. That's why. <laughs> so <laughs> with, go on then. With my lip balm. With your lip balm. Make ball, sure you pronounce ball. that L. <laughs> <laughs> don't pronounce the L. Don't listen to it. If that. you don't pronounce the L on an airplane, you could get in trouble. Really? Lip balm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it's for, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, so you're going to talk about being drunk? That's right. Mm. And as you know, in English, we Sims. have a million ways to describe a million things, right? Mm-hmm. There's degrees of everything, which is really hard to teach sometimes. Yeah. Um, but in that same way, there are degrees of drunkenness, right? So you mm-hmm. can be a little drunk or a lot of drunk. Mm-hmm. We're going to go down a list. Is drunk countable or uncountable? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely uncountable. Uh-huh. I cannot tell you how many countless times. Uh-huh. You've been drunk. more than me if you worked in a bar i can tell you that oh yeah Mm. so go on what's the first one all right so the first Mm. one is tipsy Ah, right kind of drunk a little Mm. tipsy when you're feeling like you're light on your feet that's right Mm -hmm. that's right your inhibitions are kind of still there kind of not your underwear's getting a little bit lower loosening (laughs) (laughs) you have one leg out Uh (laughs) so degrees of clothing it should be let's connect these to the amount of clothing that you have remaining that's right Uh uh-huh the next one is wasted. <laughs> we'll get arrested for this. <laughs> wasted? Okay. Wasted. This is one mm-hmm. that I probably use the most out of all of these to mean really drunk. So, mm-hmm. for example, you were wasted. Uh, you or who? not. You who? Or not. Not me. All mm-hmm. right. The next one is bombed. Bombed? Bombed. So, yes. He was so bombed last night. Like bombed is in B-O-M-B-D. That's right. That's like, right. Boom. That's okay. right. Bombed. And it means what? I've never heard this. Drunk. Just drunk. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Synonyms for drunk. In fact, what and a stupid remember question. that B in bomb. Bombard. Uh, exactly. Mm. We do not pronounce it. Shave in like bomb. a bomber. Your favorite <laughs> no, Italian advert. I hate advert. that commercial. Uh huh. The next one is plastered. Ah, plastered. Have you heard this yeah, one? Yeah, we use that in Manchester. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plastered. So he was plastered. plastered. Okay. What about smashed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But is it similar? Oh yeah, it's to- yeah, yeah. It's similar in degree. Oh, in degree of yes, in degree yes. of drunkenness. He was plastered. He was smashed, or mm-hmm. he was hammered. Hammered as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one. That word. A lot of. I feel like more men use it than women. Um, yeah, I can't imagine him being hammered. hammered. It comes a bit sexual in the end. Yeah. But do you, do you have um? He was rat asked. No, we. No. I. I. I don't know I've why a rat would. A rat's bottom is connected to being drunk. Maybe it's wobbly. Rat ass <laughs> and shit faced as well. We oh, that one's on the list. Ah, it's that on the one, list. Sorry. I, I actually use that one. Um, mm. That one's you use fun. It. I feel like. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> that one's really mm-hmm. fun, but I actually do use that. Uh, speaking of shit faced, what about <laughs> what about tanked? Tanked. Yeah. Okay, so this is when you're full. No. Full yeah, of, but alcohol. So, of alcohol. So you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. You're drunk. So basically. very drunk. Uh, tanked. Yes. Okay. What I don't about, in England I don't know if we use tanked. I know we know it because of television. Right, right. Yeah, tanked. Okay. Well what about just buzzed? Is buzzed like tipsy? Yes. You're just a little bit happy. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right, that's right. And it's usually mm-hmm. what people will say to describe themselves when really they're drunk. Yeah. They'll just say, Oh, I'm just buzzed. No, mm-hmm. you're not. I can still drive. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about boozed up? Boozed up again, very drunk. Yes. Very yes. drunk, though. Mm-hmm. She was boozed up or loaded. 
loaded like, is an American thing, but okay. it means very, very drunk. <laughs> yes, it reminds uh-huh. me of tanked. It's like full, full yeah. of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we have trashed. Have you heard ah, that? Ah, okay, one? but isn't that when totally you're drunk trashed. and you're on the floor and you can't move? Probably, like, but the point is, you're ready to put in the rubbish. Drunk. You're really, really drunk. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We could also say I have. I'll just spit off a couple. Faded, turned up, tore up, and what was the second one? Uh, we have faded. Faded. It was totally faded. What's that mean? Drunk. Ah, okay, right. Yes. Yeah. Um, tore up. Tore up. Yes. Okay. So T O R E. Okay. That's right. Or mm. turned up, which is more like um, I don't know, recent times we use this. Turned. How the hell do you spell that? T U R N T. Never heard that turned in my up. life. Yes, he was oh, okay. turned up. Or mm-hmm. let's get turned up. Ah, okay. And the last one was? That's, oh, was that the last that's one? Outside of my age group. No, no. We oh, still on. have. Um, we still have sauced. Sauced. Which I prefer to say that with the New York accent, ah. sauced. It sounds nice, in fact. It sounds more sophisticated, let's say. Does it? It's a sophisticated way of saying you're pissed. I do feel like it's an older lady word. Mm. Like, she was really sauced. And we we say that because sometimes we refer to alcohol as sauce. Mm. In fact, just before we leave now, just before we leave you, Mimi, I want to tell you that when I was in Sardinia with my cousin, he said he was pissed instead of pissed off. Oh. And he's British. And I said, ahem. You're using the American word. Were you drunk? No, I was angry. Okay, so you need to be careful. Yes. Pissed in America means you're angry. Yes. Pissed in England means you're drunk. Pissed off in both means you're pissed off. Yes. In yeah, both. yeah. That's a okay. big mistake. That's so, like pissed on. Pissed yeah, yeah. Be um, careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And the final word go on, go on, go on. is fucked up. Mm. Children, cover your ears. <laughs> it's in the dictionary. If it's in the dictionary, we can say it. Okay. In well, my opinion. I said it. You said it. You're fucked up. You're drunk. (laughs) So, on that word, well, that phrasal verb. Yikes. See you next week. See you. Bye. Mimi Menendez with her fantastic tips. I love the way she says, children, cover your ears after she said the last phrasal verb there, which is slang for drunk. Did you know we had so many words for being drunk? It's because we British people and American people and native English speaking people and Australians. Kelly? Yeah, I've seen Kelly drunk as well. Jonathan? <laughs> no comment. He gets drunk, yeah. So yeah, we do like to get drunk and this is why we have so many words for it. So now you've learnt all that wonderful vocabulary, go and have a drink unless you're underage in your country and we'll see you next week. Jingle! Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock Shining all his English tips Chris is an anagram of risk Chris